It's Monday night, so you know what that means. Another episode of The Loud Pedal. I am joined with my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? And of course, me, the mouth. We're doing a little role reversal here. Our guest will be on in, I don't know, 15 minutes or so, so we're going to shoot the shit. First up, obviously, the Cajun Swing. Your thoughts, Mike? Uh dominating performances by Ryan Godown except for the big money race. Not that he wasn't good. He was he was great in that race too, but uh Money Matt. He likes money. Or not Money Matt, I'm sorry. That's not Money Matt. <laughs> Superman. Shepherd. Superman. Superman. Super Superman had that uh had that lockdown and you know, I kinda had that feeling going into it. But I also thought that if somebody was going to steal that win from Matt, it was going to be Ryan. Yeah. And and uh, you know he he definitely had a fast car that night too. Uh, dude, the the I didn't watch any of the other Cajun Swing races. I just watched the Saturday Night Show. I watched the lap the, the, the lap traffic was insane. In was like, insane. Those guys have to learn to. They were racing three wide the one night. I'm like, what are you doing? You got to yeah, learn. Yeah. I get you don't I mean, want to go lap down, but there's kind of rules to this thing here. Yeah, it was just it was crazy, and Matt did a great job Saturday night slicing through that lap traffic yeah. for the for the most part. I mean, those I think there was a time where he got bottled up there for a minute or two, but um, like the lap traffic Saturday night was so bad. At one point, he was coming up on Friesen, and I think Friesen was battling maybe like uh, who the hell was Friesen battling Laner and and maybe Rudolph at the time. Or maybe even Mahaney and Shepard was catching them to lap them before the caution came out and saved them. Like that's how bad that, the lap. Obviously. That's yeah. how bad the lap traffic was. I mean, it was it was insane. How big is that track? It looks like a big quarter. Yeah, I think it's a quarter mile. All right. Well, that's why you're gonna start hitting. Yeah, it's gonna get thick, real thick. Yeah. Thick. Yeah. I mean, Eric Rudolph could have had a he. He does bring home a win down there. He, but just, he had one night that he. Didn't finish, I think. Yeah, that was that was Friday night, I believe. Something with the shot. He finished, shots. He finished he second good. Saturday I think night. The night. Yeah, the night Friesen won. Oh, that was Friday night. That was a nice battle between Friesen and Shepard. That was a great battle. I think, obviously, Rudolph's still young. Yeah, he is. Um, and I think he's a great driver. I, I think he, I think he's so close to being. Put him up I don't, there with. I don't consider him a top tier driver yet, in my opinion. I think he's a great driver, but he's not on that. Well, of course, no one right now is really on that Shepard Friesen level. But or I think money he's or money Matt, yeah. But I think he's close, and I think he's. I think within the next year or two, I think what hurts him maybe is is Ransomville. I mean, Ransomville doesn't have, in my opinion, doesn't have the the most competition for him. You know, I think that I don't know if that maybe hurts him a little bit, but I know. Obviously, that's his backyard there because he lives in Ransomville. But yeah, and they run on Friday night, so uh, I mean, I, I think if he raced somewhere, if he raced Land weekly, of like Legends, the, well, he races there weekly on Saturdays. Oh, that's right, he, he does. Like he's uh, a champion. Pick, pick a Brewerton. Well, yeah, well, like, I think if he was racing like Friday nights in like the Capital District or something, I think that would make him a better driver. I think that would take him to that next level. Not taken away from any any guys that race Friday night at, at Ransomville. I mean, they're all great drivers. I just don't think they have the talent there that some of these capital district tracks have, you know? Yeah, I'll agree with that. He'd have to go, obviously, over Saratoga on a Friday night. 
I see that happening if somebody offered him a ride. Say, hey, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is, yeah, he shows up and he gets in. He, you know, we'll let you set up the car the way you want. Obviously, you should. Yes, yeah, because he lives in Ransomville. So, obviously, Ransomville is his yeah. home track. And Atlanta yeah. Legends is the next closest track. And he. Outside of the Canadian uh, tracks. He's close. He's close. He's close. I agree. He's close. And he's had some stupid luck. The man can wheel cars, no doubt. He can. And he's uh, he's young. I want to say he's like 24, 25. 20. Yeah, he's mid-20s. Yeah. And, and he does a great job at the indoor, the TQ midgets. Oh, yeah, he's, he's very good at the TQ. Oh, he's, yeah, we've, we've seen him at the yeah, PPL Center. Yeah, we saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the PPL Center. And, I would love to go to one of those races this year, too. Oh, man, I would love to go to one of those races. Another indoor? Ooh. Yeah, another indoor race. The closest one for me, Albany, if they, yeah, obviously. Fairfuse. Check this out. The TQs, for me, outside, do, will run Bethel, which is 45 minutes for me. I always want to see them outside with the wings on them. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a pretty cool show. They'd probably fly out. around. They'd probably fly oh, around. A quarter Bethel. mile, yeah, that's what they're made for. Yeah. yeah I would love to go to a, uh, a TQ indoor race. I'd love to go to that indoor race at Trenton if they that, still have it, the dirt race at Trenton. This, yeah, that the would be 600s. Cool. Yeah, that would be a, so a lot be way of awesome. Yeah, hell yeah, it would be. I mean, like, all right, like Mahaney had, uh, he was close. He's having one of those, like, something stupid happens to him years. Yeah. Like, yeah it, it was kind of like, uh, he'll get hot, and it's, here comes the, the streak of bad luck. Then gets better again, and then here comes the bad Like, it was like, come on. He's going to have a hot year. He, he's if, so if, close to having a hot Mah- year. Yeah, if Mahaney didn't have bad luck, he wouldn't have any luck at all. Uh, and Which sucks, guys- too, because be, you listen to his interviews, and we've talked to him before. He's, like, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's just so humbled and down-to-earth, and he just has this horrible bad luck. And I I blame that on you, honestly, because at the beginning of the year, you picked him to win, like, seven different championships or whatever the hell, something crazy. He's coming on next week. He's coming on next week. He's got definitely, the brother-in-law is definitely going to get an, a, a, an official apology from me because I pretty much, I curse this whole season, if you think about it. I pick him to win the Super Bowl by himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? I, uh, he was going to win all four of the majors in golf. I, I picked him for everything. Yeah, you had him pinned to intercept Tom Brady, and oh man, it's just yeah, and run it back himself, and then yeah. pick off to himself and run it back. Shit, yeah. I mean, I, I just I, I killed him. I, I really yeah. killed him. He did. He did. Now, granted, but he did he win had... one title. He did he because did. I backed off. Because you know, I backed off. Well, no, I think you picked Mahaney to win the South, didn't you? Yeah, but I also I just and said nothing for the rest of the year. Oh, Mahaney's definitely going to win this one. Or I didn't say anything about Mike. I kept Mike out, his name out of my mouth, and I think it kind of helped a little. Yeah, I think granted I mean, it was close, though. Granted it was close. I don't, I don't know what his stats were for the year, how many wins he had, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, I know he had a ton of bad luck, but I think he had an okay season. Like, I don't think it was yeah, like but, a horrific. Obviously, it could have been better, but I think he had an okay season. You don't win the South Series championship. <laughs> Without, with you know, having no, a not against year. those, not against that that uh, that talent, no, no, yeah, yeah it's not so. like I can afford to like have a, a mediocre year and I'm still taking it home. No way, you got obviously you got to be on top of your game in any Dale series. Yeah, exactly. And so. especially down down south on the bigger tracks, you know, what I mean, you got to have some horsepower. You know, that's the thing about the South series. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Run, of, he runs Fonda. 
Honda's a, a half. Of, yeah, it's a lot of bigger tracks down here, you know. He's gonna he's gonna have a hot year. I'll just keep. I'm not even saying shit. I'll pick somebody else for next year. He needs to talk to his brother-in-law about a setup for Georgetown. Yeah, it does. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Maybe get some of that. Get one of those head jobs that you know his brother-in-law's got. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I got another. I got another theory on that too. Uh oh. So since obviously Stuart Friesen has a problem with South Region drivers because he's always wrecking them or something. Or, or some kind of controversy when Sue's near a South Region guy. Yeah. The latest one happened to be with Ryan Godown, the Cajun right. swing champion. And Bridgeport, he's had a hot year. Yes, he has. So, I don't know. I, I, I probably, I'm going to guess that Stewart really doesn't like Billy Jr. too much because he's very good at Georgetown. And, you know, it's like a Dale promoted thing. And how dare you so, embarrass me in front of dad. So, I think well, I think he swapped motors on Billy Jr., to be honest. That's a good point. They have they have the money and they have the manpower to pull it off. They do. In, in I, an indirect way, that was saying sorry to Mike Guler for the public scrutiny that Guler took when Stu flipped himself. Wonder how much money Almar gave Mike Guler to do that. You know he didn't do that it for free. Mike say we're all on the up and up. They're sealed motors. Somebody. Oh, oh yeah, they definitely sent a messenger. Yeah. Oh, and Gola, just, Gola just won at Babs this past weekend. He's he's having a great year to himself. Yeah. Um, I also wonder if Stu doesn't like the South drivers because, once again, I'm not taking away from any driver. This is just uh, uh, my opinion and my opinion only and what I see. In the South, I, I feel like it's easier to be more competitive with Stu because – South, the tracks tend to be a lot heavier, which in, yes. in, which in return, you know, a lot faster to where yes. up north it's it's dry yes. slick. So it's more of a, a throttle Driver control or yes. traction control, you know. So tires one to one thousand compound. Track. That's why I, th- I think the South <laughs> series is a lot harder to win than the North series is. My opinion. Hmm. Hmm. Well, because I think the South's more competitive. I honestly do. Be- just be- just because of the fact that the tracks are heavier, it's anybody can be fast. You know, anybody can be fast. Up north, if the track slicks off, dude, that's playing right into Matt Shepard's to a freezing sand. Because that's that's no, what I, they like. That's what they well, like. I mean, they like. Yeah, they like yes. that dry slick stuff. You know. And they're both really good at it. Racing, it can be very it can racy. Be. It can be if you have the right setup in it. And or, you're good or, with your right foot. <laughs> or yeah, you're not you heavy right footed. Exactly. That's so. probably all right. So that's probably okay. Maybe we ask that's Matt when he comes so on the show. I'm, I'm, again, again, not taking anything away from the South Region guys whatsoever. Maybe that's why they have a little bit of problems coming up north because it's like oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we can't. Absolutely. We really can't. We really can't go balls to the walls and just stick that. Yeah. It, it's it. But that's the that's except for maybe like the, uh, yeah, except for maybe like your bigger tracks. I think it's probably easier like your Utica Rome. But you get on those bull rings when they slick off. Unless you're oh, Jeff yeah. Strunk. Unless you're Jeff Afton. Strunk. Yeah, yeah, unless you're Jeff Strunk. Unless you're yeah, Jeff like Strunk. Afton, or or yeah. Billy Jr. Billy Jr. can he can drive a, a slicked off bull ring too. 
But I think the other drivers yes. have a little bit of trouble with that when they go up. Well, well Mike, Mike Guler raced up here in New York for a season at yeah. Orange County, slicker track. Yeah. So Mike got a lot better yeah. with yeah, slicker absolutely. tracks. And you can see yep. his patience and you just see it in him. Yeah. Now, you know, they say the American racers are softer tires. So I don't know if that helps on a slicked off track. You know, yeah, but you burn it up a little bit more. You, yeah, opinion. you will. Be, yeah, you will burn it off faster. You, need, you so. would need a caution to keep it cold. Notice, notice, if Friesen's running a one, like say one step down sulfur compound, you'll see a lot of a lot of caution so he can cool his right rear down. So that's yeah, when yeah. you know what. So he pretty much gave him up, yeah. gave yeah. him up what compound he's running. But yeah. even Shepard said, you know, he goes, I went with a sulfur compound, kind of burned his right rear up. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It's a guessing it's game. Bit, yeah, you're gonna hook up. Yeah, and then if you got to come from like 12th or whatever you redraw, you're going to use up tire. Yeah, so the softer tire is great if it's a there's a bunch of cautions. If you get a bunch of cautions in between, you cool, get more spot. All right, I need one now. But if you have a race like we had at Bridgeport where it goes caution free for 50 laps, if you run the well, softer tire, you're screwed. Like, yeah, you're done. You're done. You burnt that tire up. And Bridgeport, you know, I don't. From from uh, talking to Cody uh, Hager, he said that Bridgeport's not that bad on tires anymore, so it may not yeah, be I mean, as bad. This is only year two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's they'll get it. They're definitely going to get it. Yeah. When you have other drivers who went down there just to check it out, said that place is badass. They want to run there. I think Doug hit the nail. Uh, he hit a home run. Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, it's uh. And they're going to have, next year, they're going to have World Outlaws and the All-Stars. The only thing I'm a little disappointed in, there's no super late models on the schedule. Oh, see, and, the super, and the super late models that are supposed to be there this year got rained out. Oh, guess where they'll be this next year? Yeah, Orange County for two days. At yeah, World of Outlaw, yeah. I don't see, I, I'm hoping Doug eventually can get to Lucas Oil. So T Mac comes to Bridgeport. Imagine it to him. He's like, sure. I mean, I, yeah, he's, cool he's open. He's open. To yeah, he's open. Yeah, he's open. He listens to the racer and the fans. He listens to what everybody wants and then tries to make everybody happy. Which you can't do all the time. So no, you, you can't do all the time. But and, I, and you know, I listen, Mike, and you know, this day and age of social media, there's just a bunch of pictures out there. Yeah, absolutely. I, well, I mean, oh, the four ten suck. And it's here. All right, okay. Well, hell, I mean, okay. Robert, even even Robert Ballou at, at the USAC race, he won, he wins his heat race. He's like, man, this track sucks, blah, blah, blah. The and track won the night, and he, Yeah, then, and then wins and he the won, feature. And he wins the race. So he's and like, then he eats yeah. pro. He's like, oh, man, dude, you know, the owner, Doug, came to my trailer. And that's yeah, what I, I love this track. And yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah. Like, get out of here. Dude. He's the one that he always bitches every time he comes to the East. Like, yeah, sorry, I, sorry, we're not Indiana, bro. I don't, I don't, or Northern Cal. I don't know what to tell you, but those tracks get slick too. So I don't, you know, whatever. Just don't race anymore. It's too bad because you're, you're a very talented driver. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, just not just not as but, good as Brady Bacon, who just picked up his fourth championship. Let me tell you about something with that that guy. That guy watching him more this year, but and plus we had him on, which was great. That dude's badass. He is badass. I oh god, I enjoyed watching him <laughs> at Bridgeport. Uh, I bet. And I, I just, hope. Yeah. I really hope Doug brings the USAC midgets back to Bridgeport because I really, I was going on vacation, so I missed that race, and that was one of the races I was really looking forward to. 
Well, you know where I'm going next year. So I, I'm going to Bloomsburg. As soon as I see that schedule, I'm on it. Our special guest tonight is the chicken wing eating, Bud Light drinking, Mighty Mouse, Matt Williamson. Welcome back, Matt. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. I like that intro. Yeah. I, I, had, I worked on it all week, buddy. You, you know, yeah. we we uh, we reached out to Merrittville Speedway, and that's going to be your official intro when you come out for hot laps now. Yes. 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 I'm surprised they I got heard, back uh, to you. Buff- <laughs> Yeah, I heard Buffalo Wild Wings is interested in uh, proposing a uh, sponsor deal to you also. Yep. Those aren't even chicken wings. <laughs> hey, uh, all right. take their money. Who cares? Take their money. <laughs> I, I, I would gladly do that. You're not yeah, kidding so, there. Hey, and they they're the chicken sports, wings. So I can't judge them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So why don't you sum up your year for us? How, what would you grade yourself? Uh, what was what? Sorry. I said sum up the year for us. What would you grade yourself on your uh, on your year this year? I don't know. I mean, we you know we just talked about it briefly. I mean, up until October or end of September, there it wasn't really that great. Um, you know, we had won a bunch of races in Canada and. You know, in my own FCW6 car, we won a bunch of races with that thing. But um, and and won some races at Ranceville with the the Coco car. Um, you know, I got to thank them guys for that. But um, we we got Buzz's car rolling pretty good at Weedsport there at the beginning of the year, and then kind of just fell off. And same with Jeff, we got his car rolling at Port Royal, and then um, we didn't do much racing. So um, the middle of summer kind of was a, was a dry spell and. Um, fortunately, you know, when the money came around in September there, we, we got some, some good finishes out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you cleaned up pretty well there. Uh, super dirt week, yeah, you, you know, with quite not, nice. not, yeah, not only with the 200, but the, the satellite races, you know, leading up, you, you pretty much won everything, didn't you? Well, we didn't win the small block race. That's the one that I haven't won that one yet. And that's like my bucket list that and the fun of 200 are like two races. I want to win really bad. Oh, the Fonda okay. 200, you're going to have to knock Stewie off. I don't think anybody's going to touch him. I'm going to wait until Stu retires. <laughs> Smart no, move. Stu retires, I'm going to have a shot at it. Matt, come on. Think positive. You can beat, you can beat him. Yeah, I don't know about that place. He, he's got he's got everybody's number at that place. It's never like, say uh, never, my friend. Never say fair. never. <laughs> you could just put him I, in the wall and, I, you know, and – you, you could, got to form uh, an alliance with other drivers. You got box them in. Yeah, there's all kinds of things. You got to get creative. I think the only way that anybody's going to beat Stuart Fonda, you know, if he finishes the race, is if he finishes the race. So, uh, right. or if he doesn't hey. finish the race. So, for a couple pit passes and a bullshit uniform, uh, we'll take care of that for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You know, we're and uh, a number six shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I get him in. Yeah. Um, so uh, after the the last the speed showcase 200 at Port Royal, you uh, you had some words on live TV <laughs> with, uh, with with Mr. Godown. Have you have you talked to him since then or no? No, I mean no. I don't uh, I don't think I don't think I've ever really talked to Ryan. You know, it's not like we're friends or anything. So um, you know, no sweat off my back on that deal. Okay. I was just asking, you know, listeners want to know. They like drama. <laughs> Everybody does. Everybody yeah. does. Yeah. I, I thought you held your own very well there, you know. Uh, yeah, Brian, I mean, you didn't run. Yeah, yeah, Brian and I, we, we uh, you know, we like Brian. We've had him on the show before. He's, he's actually a really nice guy. 
But we, we also are firm believers that Ryan was 100% in the oh, wrong yeah. on that restart. I mean, you were there. You couldn't go oh, you any couldn't, lower. Yeah. You know, he, you know, so, you know, we, we, we back you yeah, 100%. I mean, it was a racing deal. I mean, yeah, you absolutely. know, the way I looked at it after the, the video, you know, you can look at it two ways. I certainly filled the hole that probably I knew was going to close up. Um, but you race people the way that they're going to race you. And, you know, so that's Matt Shepard that's starting in front of me on that restart. I probably wouldn't have filled that hole because I know he wouldn't do it to me. But, um, you know, Ryan was so concerned about running, running Mahaney up the wall and, uh, you know, trying to take him out on the restart. And he left the hole up and on the bottom. And then when Mike fired, Ryan spun his tires and I filled the hole um, I, I thought that he would have done the same. And then of course he threw a hissy fit in victory lane there and, you know, yeah. then words were said or whatever it was. And, yeah. you know, just, uh, one of them deals, you know, we look back at it in 20 years and laugh at it. Yeah. You also got to be careful doing that to Shepard too, because he slips on ice and you end up with a black oh, eye yeah, in Florida. And, yeah, in yeah, Florida. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, so you got to be careful with him. Yeah. No, I mean, like, he, me and Matt race pretty good together. We've had our run-ins, yeah, no, you, you know, don't. for the most yeah. part. It's uh, you know, you, you race you race with somebody that many times a year that you you get to have kind of a mutual respect. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think yeah, I, uh, I think Shepard for the most part, if you race him clean, he's going to race you clean as well. You know, so absolutely. He's, he's, most of the not, series guys are really. That's yeah, that's yeah, the way yeah. the Super Dirt Series is. It costs too much money to tear cars up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You got a hundred thousand dollar car there, and yeah, oh, I like to bring it home in one piece. As Ryan said, I guess I'm just racing for my dad anyway, so I mean, it's just daddy's <laughs> money, right? But, yeah. oh, that was Jeff. Well, that was Jeff's money that night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I called I called Jeff dad the whole weekend, so it was kind of okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. It's funny looking at that deal, you know, everybody looks at, looks at it now and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty lucky to be in the position I'm in with the rides I got, but people forget when I went to Burton and, and, you know, I had a 24 foot tag trailer and I parked next to Ryan go down and, you know, I remember going to Charlotte and I went, I went to Charlotte with one motor, one car and uh, we rolled into the pit area and he had guys over there polishing his truck and trailer, like hired help polishing (laughs) his truck and trailer and I had to borrow a motor off Larry White to finish the weekend off. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not I'm not as spoiled as as he thinks I am. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, and you hold your own. You you won these big races, so you know you're uh, I you're, mean, forced, we you're forced you to be, one, yeah. yeah yeah we yeah, we, we can consider you one of the top three, three best right now, hands yeah, down. Absolutely. I try. I mean, I try to try to be up there and try to just put yourself in a position to win the races and. Yeah. You know, if you win enough of them, you'll be considered, you know, what Stu and Matt are. And um, eventually they they got to start falling off at some point. You know, them guys are getting old. I'm getting old. So hopefully we can uh, we can we can kind of get to our prime when they're when they're, you know, getting out of their prime. And, you know, maybe maybe we can win a few more, few more big races. Well, you've won uh, pretty much every big race there is, except for what, the Fonda 200 now? Yeah, Fonda 200 and that Oswego Smallbox race. That's like that Oswego Smallbox race is like more of the more of the snake in the ass, you know, deal because it uh, we finished second. I think you know this year we finished third and, and Michael was light going across the scales, so we ended up second. But really, it was third and we finished second to Shepard a few years ago and we've been in the top five. I mean, it's just one of them races that I feel like we, we've got a good shot at winning. 
Uh, what about the Eastern State small block race, too? That would be a nice add to there, add to your resume. I won that one. I got that one. Uh, Did you? I got that one in 2019. I think the year we won the Super Dirt Series championship, I won that small block race. That's right. Shows how much a fan That's you right. are, Brian. Well, it shows you, <laughs> like, it shows you my age. I forgot. I even know where I'm at right now half the time. So I, I'm still kind of young, and I forget most of the stuff, too. So. <laughs> It yeah, it's just so much going much on in that. Consume. Well, you're on the road a lot, Matt, so you have an excuse. You know? <laughs> I'll yeah, use just, that. Yeah, I, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just shot. I'll admit it. I'm shot. <laughs> I'd imagine when you're out on the road, especially if you're on, like, a, a long trip, that, you know, days just start to blend together. And, you know, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, being on the road that much. I, obviously, you're not on the road as much as maybe, like, uh, Matt Shepard or, or even a Stuart Friesen with doing all the NASCAR stuff, but I, I have no idea how he keeps his Stuart keeps his schedule together. Yeah, what Stu does guy. is pretty pretty crazy, really. Um, you know, and even Matt, I mean, them guys race a lot, but you know, M- Mike Mahaney, he's probably more, he probably travels more miles than anybody, being where you know where his shop is in relative to like where the races are. I mean, Matt's Matt's pretty lucky that on Saturday he doesn't have to you know go too far to get to Canadagua. Orange County's probably quite a hike for him but um you know me up in canada anywhere i anywhere i gotta go on these series races it's like usually four hours so that kind of sucks whereas you know at least weed sport for him is is you know just down the road so yeah it's true oh man so we're at in canada what track is the closest track to you merrittville uh yeah merrittville's closest to like where my dad's shop is um my house is probably closest to humberstone okay Um, okay okay but yeah, them too. And then Oshwegan is like uh, probably you know forty five minutes from from my shop. Okay. So you're out there a little ways, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm like I can I could probably throw I could probably throw a football to Buffalo if I went like you know a couple blocks. I'm I'm like right on the other side of the river from Buffalo. So are you in the Bills Mafia? Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Bills fan. Uh. Um, you know, I was a Bills fan when when Fitzpatrick was quarterback or you know, <laughs> Trent Lawson. I mean, there there was a I, I was a fan when they still sucked. So I mean, I'm not I'm not one of the bandwagon guys. Yeah, I mean, they had a good they had a big win this past weekend. You know, over the, what, was it the Browns they beat this weekend? Uh the Jets. The Jets. Wow, the Jets. Wow, <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, wasn't wasn't a wasn't a. We lost you there for a minute, Matt. For a couple minutes. Happened. Oh, yeah, I don't know what happened either. All right, sorry. Yeah, it's um, fine. You're, you're yeah. back now. That's all that matters. Yeah. Brian, Is he back on? Yes, I have a question. Matt. Yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah, he's oh, there. He is there. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, we, had, we had Davey Moore on, uh, what, over last winter? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember when it was. Yeah. Uh, did he mentor you? Uh, no, not really. Um, you know, never really. Um, I heard, I listened to that interview. I found that funny. I think uh, Davey might have had a few pops before he did that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was okay. was Dave, was Davy was Davy the one that was telling us where he got hit with the piece of the engine block? 
and it, it cut him up, and he almost passed out in victory lane because he didn't realize he was bleeding. Was that Davey Moore? <laughs> I think it, it was. Either him, car, or, either him or Chamberlain. I think it was Davey Moore. He said the car in front of him blew up, and piece, something hit him in the shoulder, and later he found out it was part of the engine block, and he's bleeding and almost passed out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You Canadians are crazy, you know? Yeah, you're yeah, so. I guess. Davey won a lot of races. I mean, obviously what he did back then is, is, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for that. And, um, you know, he's, he's one of them guys that you look up to growing up, like, you know, just cause you want to race and stuff like that. But as far as like me, me racing and, you know, him giving me advice or anything like that, that never, never happened. I, I was, um, I was, I was taught a lot, you know, by Teddy Renshaw. Um, he, he raced girl, he raced, you know, until I started racing and then he stopped and, um, taught me pretty much, you know, most of the stuff that I know now. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, you know, moving, moving forward, uh, to like next year with the border being open, or I guess it's more open than what it has been in the past. Does that change your plans at all for next year or your plans still kind of the same? Uh, I think we're going to do the same thing. Um, you know, we're going to start off in Florida. We're going to, we're, we're not sure whether we're going to do all tech. Um, we're waiting on Brett's, uh, schedule for, for, you know, what's going to happen down there. Um, there's rumors that he's going to go to Cherokee, uh, for a, a big 25,000 win race or 20,000 win race, um, the week following Volusia. So, oh, nice. um, Ooh, on the that'll way home. change our plans. Yeah. That'll change our plans for what we're going to do with Jeff's car. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to, uh, follow the super dirt series with, with buzz. Um, and then, uh, depending on what Deo does, we're, we're going to, we're going to try and do, um, you know, the, the North series and, and possibly, you know, he's supposed to do like a super series that are all big races and, um, just, just all rumors at this point, but, uh, okay. we'll see, we'll see what happens, but, but we're looking forward to it. And then we're going to run Ranchville Friday and, and Maritville on Saturdays. Okay. I was just going to ask you that your, your weekly stuff, you're going to stay close to home then. Yeah. I, I mean, for, for the weekly like stuff, being on the road, yeah. Being on the road, yeah. you know, for the series and, and then doing the day deal too. It just, it's nice to be home on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, um, I bet. And then, of course, Humberstone now they're going to, they're going to race on Sundays. We're not sure what they're going to do, but um, we'll be there every time they race and, and we're, we're good to go for racing. Uh, but you know, you never know what'll happen. Uh, you know, we've been talking with, with Chris Larson about, about Orange County. Um, that could be a possibility, but um, right now I, I just, I don't see it logistically being good for anybody. Yeah, that's got to be a haul for you to get to Orange County. Uh, Six and a half uh, hours. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I get get you want the bigger drivers and try not to take you bigger name guys away from the weekly action, too. But I I just, I I don't know. It's it's tough to do on a Thursday, especially for fans showing up when we got to go to work the next day and stuff like that. And and the travel time for you guys, travel time, Thursday night, you have six and a half hours, and you got to go book up another six and a half so you can run Friday night. So that's 13 hours gone already for you. Right. Right. Yeah. That's that, that makes it tough. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and if they tried to do a Saturday deal, like Merrittville's 15 minutes from my house, um, right. you know, 30 minutes from Ranchville and 30 minutes from Humberstone. And I can race three nights a week, staying close to home. And it's tough to make the money that you're going to make and, and justify driving six and a half hours down the road to do it, you know? So that's, yeah. Yeah. That's the hard part with that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, when the series comes back to Bridgeport this year, are you going to have any Matt Williamson merchandise there? 
I just want to, I just want to run better. <laughs> that, that place we suck at. I mean, I don't know what, what it is. We okay. went there this year. We had a steering box problem in time trials and set our night back. But I mean, just, I, I want to go there and get like a solid top five would be good. And maybe then I'll think about t-shirts. Do you, do you enjoy the track though? I mean, I know you're not very good at it, but do you, do you like the facility? Do you like the, the, the track itself though? It's weird. It, it, like you watch some videos and it races so good on American racers. Like they, you can move all over the place. You can race all over the place. But then when we go there for the series, it's like the heat races are one lane. Um, right. The feature usually it, it, it's racy for like 40 laps and then it rubbers up. So right. um, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, every time I've been there, the race has been, you know, average if, if that. And um, then you watch every, every video I've seen there, the racing is incredible. So you know, not trying to knock the racetrack. It's awesome. But um, I don't know if it's a tire situation with the series or, or what it is. And, but, um, yeah, I think I think it could be better if we raced down American Racers at that place. But who knows? Yeah, well, the, the winged 410 sprint cars are extremely boring there, too. So are they, they just, really? I've never seen a 410 race there. Yeah, I was at the yeah, World Outlaw race. Lane. Yeah, it's one lane. They all just ride up against the fence, and that's it. That's Really? Yeah. Now the, US, the USAC, yeah, the USAC wingless race was amazing though. Yeah, and the so, modified stuff, like the weekly modified stuff, is crazy. So, oh it's, yeah, it's, it's really certainly awesome. a place that could it breeds good racing. But I mean, it's like it's it's almost like uh, situational, you know. You think maybe the Hoosiers are too hard? I don't know. I I think that like you know the American racer stuff, obviously it it puts rubber down more than what the Hoosiers would. Uh, but like when the American races put rubber down, it seems like it, it rubbers all the way across the racetrack. Um, whereas like the Hoosier stuff, it like rubbers like one lane off the bottom and, um, you know, you can't really pass cause it's just like nobody makes a mistake. It's just weird. Yeah. And Tim fully dominated that race. Uh, Tim's good. Yeah. So, um, Matt, you're about Rushmore of racing, any driver, Living or dead, any class, who is on your Mount Rushmore of racing? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I thank, mean, thank you. I, I don't know. How many people are on Mount Rushmore? Four. 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 And I'm don't Canadian. say Kyle Busch. We, we didn't learn too much about that in history class. Right, um, well, you're from no, Canada, I, so. <laughs> I think at this point, you know, Kyle Larson probably would, uh, you know, in, in years from now is going to put his name up there. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. Um, you know, it's tough. Like, current drivers compared to uh, past drivers, like, um, you know, you can go, like, Formula One, like Schumacher. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Steve Kinzer. Um, yeah. Scott Boomquist. Like, there's so many older drivers that have yep. done amazing things behind the wheel that um, they, they, they would deserve a spot up there. But then you look currently, it's like um, – you know, Matt Shepard's won eight series titles. Brett Hearn's won eight series titles. Um, Kyle Larson's doing what he's doing. Um, there's a lot of good drivers right now that, that you know, in 20 years could probably be, you know, the talk of, of you know, what what deserves to be up there. So that's that's a tough question. I got another tough question for you. I think you'll Uh-oh. be on the Mount Rushmore racing. You'll be on mine. Obviously, I'm, I'm a long ways away from there. That's no, you, no, you're I, not. Uh, no, you're not. You're not a long ways away. No, you're actually you're not. What you've done? Yeah, come on, Matt. Yeah, you're you're not yeah, a long ways away. Yeah, I'm still young. 
that means you're only going to get better. That's yeah. You get better with age, my friend. You're like a fine wine. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I hope you're right. (laughs) Um, so obviously, you know, um, sometimes social media, uh, kind of ruins racing a little bit. Um, but one of the biggest things on social media is always the battle between Matt Shepard and Stuart Breeson and who's the better driver. Your personal opinion, who do you think's better out of the two? Oh, you yeah, race, that is a you, tough question. You, ra- you race with <laughs> them. Yeah, you probably race against them more than, you know, anybody else. So I don't, I mean, uh, you know, looking at it from like a competitor standpoint, I think that there's like, you know, racetracks you go to that, that Matt's going to be better than Stuart. Um, and then there's racetracks you go to that Stuart's going to be better than Matt. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, you know, I feel like one is better than the other on Hoosiers than the other is better on American racers, um, sail panels to windows. I mean, from a competitor standpoint, I feel like, you know, there's, there's, like I said, there's places that you go to and there's races that you go to that um, situationally wise, that one's going to be better than the other in your, in your mind. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could say that like overall Matt's better than Stewart or Stewart's better than Matt because, um, like if you go to, if you go to, um, how can I, how can I, like Canadagua, yeah. um, obviously, you know, Matt, Matt's going to be yeah, very tough so. to beat. Yeah. And I think Stuart would, Stuart would probably agree with that. But then if you go to Fonda, Stuart's going to be better, better than Matt, you know, that's, yeah. that's, they both have their, their racetracks that they've, they've dominated at for years. And, um, I can't, I can't necessarily say like, you know, Utica is probably a place where, you know, Stewart had the advantage and Matt's gotten better this year. Um, there's no really like equal ground that, that one races at and one doesn't, or, or they both don't race at. Like it's, it's tough to, tough to say who would be better, you know, overall as a race car driver. I think they're both great. And, um, they, they both have their, have their, you know, times where they're going to be better than the other. And, um, it's just cool to see them guys battle it out and, and get to race with them. Who do you think would win in a boxing match? Oh, that's a good one. Gosh, Shepard's a lefty, so you got to watch. <laughs> yeah, those southpaws. I know those southpaws. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think that that was uh, that was you know the big big thing going around the pits and Volusia is that um, you know Max Max didn't see it coming because Shepard's a lefty. You got to watch the left hand. It was so. it was icy. He slipped on ice. It was icy. He slipped on ice. That's right. That's in right. In tropical Florida. <laughs> <laughs> 90 degree weather that's funny sure yeah but it's mean, kind of like northern florida so it does get a little chilly down there yeah so it's a little so. chillier so 90 it's 85 yeah yeah <laughs> I, I like watching you like at a track that you've started you, you you could start off a little rough but I, i've noticed with you, you you'll work at it work at it and all of a sudden there you are at the end just, you know, to win a race, I, I just really, your hard work in that has really impressed me, how you just keep at it to get your car better, get your car better, and, and it shows, it shows in the results. I'm very impressed with that. Yeah, thank you. I'm it's, very impressed with tough. your beer like, drinking ability. Yeah, you, when I drink, <laughs> you, you could outdo me. You could definitely outdo me. It's like, wow. I, I don't know. I, I'm getting older now. I can't, I can't drink like I used to be able to. I, I used to be able to tie one on pretty good. And, um, you know, I was I was typically better racing than I than I was if I if I didn't drink the night before. I was better if I drank the night before because it just kind of makes you not overthink anything and 
you know, it, yeah, a little loose kind of fogs your head up enough that you don't have any fear. Right. You can't wait for your next beer too. That's right. That's and and the, when you win, they taste better. Oh, I bet. Oh yeah, we noticed that in Victory Lane too. I said, oh look, oh there's a a Mick Ultra. Come on. Uh, I started switching because when you drink like a uh, hundred Bud Lights, you just get full. Yeah, you do. The, the Mecklo Ultras, you can drink like you can probably drink a case and a half of them in a night and, yeah, and what is feel that? what is that okay? What is that diet beer? Is that like diet beer or something? What the hell is that? Look, man, I'm yeah, gonna te- I got I'm a gonna, can in my hand. I'm gonna text you over a couple beers that you need to try. I don't know if they're yeah, available in Canada. In can. I don't know if they're available in Canada, but I, I can even ship you some. But I'll, I'll text what, you over what, some beers. What's the name of them? Uh, do you get, can you guys get Victory? Victory Brewing. Victory, I don't. I don't think I've ever had a Victory beer or or seen a Victory beer. So it's it's brewed right in Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, about an hour from my house. But they have a beer. It's okay. called Gold. It's called Golden Monkey, and it's 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 nine and a half percent. You won't make it through the six pack, oh. so you want to you won't have to worry about getting full because you'll be you'll be hammered after like four. Right, <laughs> Mike, right. Mike, that's that's Mike. the problem. You Molson, don't want to do that. Molson, yeah, Molson Triple X, Mike. Well, yeah, you can get that in Canada. Yeah, but that's probably the equipment. That's stuff. He's Canadian. That's he can handle it. Probably drink a case of it. That stuff is the yeah, I Oh, yeah, he's right. Wow. If somebody can drink a case of that, that's the way I look at, like, Bud Heavy. Like, regular old Budweiser is like a professional beer drinker's beer. I get real bad headaches when I drink Bud, Bud Heavy. Yeah, I had oh, to switch to the bats. Now yeah, I can Bud, get... Bud Heavy is like a, a piss tank's beer. That's a, that's like a, that's a professional <laughs> beer. Now, I, I can get down with some Bush Heavy, though. Bush, Bush Heavy is not bad. You know, I, I don't think I've ever had a Bush Heavy. And Kyle Did Larson's he? wife likes to shotgun him. Well, she's a drunk. We're going to our first AA meeting next she's weekend. Drunk. You want to come, Matt? You know what I just learned yeah, about? You know what I just <laughs> learned yeah, about? <laughs> He'll be a show up with a beer in his hand. <laughs> yeah, you know what? to get away from the people that bitch and complain about his drink, it's the only place we can escape to is an AA meeting. <laughs> you know what I just learned about <laughs> Kyle Larson's wife this past week? was That's Brad Sweet's sister. Well, duh. Yes. Yeah. I, I just I didn't know that. Where you been? Yeah, I, I don't know. Not watching NASCAR. Well, no, but <laughs> oh my, he's shot now. I, I, I only followed NASCAR this year because Larson was back <laughs> racing. I can't do it. I, I mean, I can't. I just I can't. I can't do playoffs. I mean, what is the playoffs in racing? What the hell is that? Oh, I'm sorry. They did it in Orange County. Well, <laughs> We know why they did it, Orange County. That was yeah, the, we know, and it backfired on them. Oops, well, that was, come that up was the, next year. That was to accommodate for someone's schedule, but we won't go there. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. We don't. We don't want to put Matt in a bad spot. You know. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. Right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Have more forty-four. Uh. <laughs> you know, that's 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 uh that's solely opinions of of myself and Brian only. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you can throw that in there. Too. No, I'm kidding. No, no, just kidding. So, <laughs> so, so the shop's keeping you busy this time of year, Matt? Yeah, I went there. Um, you know, I was there today. We were, we were trying to just kind of get organized. Um, you know, I was getting templates kind of squared away and, and just kind of getting getting into the swing of things again. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're swamped. I mean, um, got a good group of guys in the body bay right now, so it makes it kind of easy to – easy to not be there and come back and it's not such a such a chaotic mess but um 
Yeah. I mean, I think dad said that, uh, backed up to like March already for car sales, March wow. or April. So that's, wow, um, wow. that's, that's it, wow. it's a wild that how many cars they've sold and we're, and we're building faster than ever. So, um, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. Now that's awesome though. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's great. Um, now typically like how long does it take to build the car from start to finish? Like if you're building, if the shop's building, cause I'd imagine you guys can send them out at different stages. You know, if somebody wants frame only, if they want frame and body. Now, do you guys do like a full complete car to where it's got axles and everything on it or no? Yeah. Um, you know, either myself or, or Teddy Curvin will, um, will assemble them. Um, I think like if, if you include building the frame and getting it powder coated, that's usually like, um, a day and a half. Uh-huh. Uh, it probably would be like seven days. I would think total, um, to, to take a, take a, you know, tubing and turn it into a frame and then, you know, get it painted and turn it into a roller. I think it would probably be about, you know, between, between five and seven days. That's not bad. Well, no, it's, and it I all think, depends, you know, if you put a motor in, it takes a little bit longer. If you don't put a motor in, um, you know, some people don't get seats with them. If you just put a front end and rear end in, that only takes a day. So, um, it's all, it's all, you know, depending on what, what they want. You know, I think your dad would be a really good interview because I think a lot of the fans would like <clears throat> to learn more about the, the building of the chassis and, and the process behind it. I think that would be a really good interview. Yeah, you guys should call him one time. He'll, I'm, I'm sure he would be uh, be on board for that. Yeah, I think that. What do you think? Is he ever free? Is he ever free? We could do it. <laughs> we could do it. We could do it. 2022, if you want, January 31st. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah, that's uh, our open he's slot. A busy guy, that's for sure. I'm sure he'd find time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, it, Mike. I echo Mike. That would be a great, great maybe, interview. Maybe, maybe one day we get a, a tour through the Bicknell. Hey, you maybe know, even factory. a shirt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, we got invited to go to T.O., but we never went. Yeah, no. yeah, that's only 20 minutes from where I live. And, I mean, I'd go throw eggs at the, the shop if you want. Yeah, no, not, not, nothing nothing against, you know, Matt and those guys at T.O. We just yeah, you know, we it, never. It's time to stop. It's time to stop it. We just It just never materialized and we never went. But I think a, a, I think a tour of a, a chassis building factory would be, uh, I think be, be really cool. cool. Yeah, it'd be really cool to see. Because that's, that's something fans don't think about. You know, there's a a lot that goes on other than just what happens at the racetrack. Yeah, we, we get a few we get a few fans that come through, like, um, throughout the year. Uh, obviously, with COVID, like, everything was shut down. But, yeah. um, like, when things are normal, you know, there would be people stop by and dad would take them on a tour. Or I'd take them on a tour or Bob would. And it's uh, a lot of people are interested. It's It's pretty neat to see some of the stuff. I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to that stuff. I'm really interested in the the, the mechanics behind everything. And uh, like, obviously, you know, uh, Bridgeport's my home track. Uh, and I didn't make it there this year for a lot of uh, uh, weekly races. A lot of the shows I went to special shows. But I go and hang out at uh, Ryan Crachin's pit. And uh, I don't know if you've ever talked to Ryan Crachin, but he's he's young. He's like 22, but the kid's a genius when it comes to yeah. setting a car up and stuff. So he'll teach me, he'll tell me a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff like kind of goes over my head because he talks really smart and I, I don't understand it. But like, it's just, it's, it's, it's fascinating though, listening to this. I mean, he's 22 or 23, however young he is. 
it's just fascinating the amount of knowledge this kid has on when it comes to like he was trying to teach me about the the shock dino and stuff and i'm like dude you got me lost like i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> but it, 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 it's <laughs> yeah, cool they, to listen to that stuff these cars i mean now they're um there's so much to them like with with stack springs and shocks and um lockout nuts i mean it's it's rod angles it's it's pretty it's pretty cool it's almost like you have to be you have to technically be like an engineer but none of us are so i mean it's 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 a cool time to be racing except for shepherd he is an engineer except for shepherd yeah that's right <laughs> yeah so do you so uh is all your files digital then do you keep all your stuff digital for setups and stuff uh, or are you no, are you I old school guy, um Ray Samuel, he's, he's been my crew chief for, uh, probably about six or seven years now. Um, you know, I was very lucky that he come on board and, um, started helping us out. He used to help out Chad Brackman and Brian Stevens. Um, okay. and, and, you know, probably without him, I wouldn't have any notes because I keep it all in my head. Um, but <laughs> he, he keeps good notes as far as like setting up the car that we can go back to. And, um, you know, his, his notebook is, um what you dreaded to have in high school like it, it's got so many pages <laughs> in it and um you know it's 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 pretty good to look back at now but um he he keeps all my setup notes and um scale sheets and all that stuff but we we did go digital um yeah a few years ago and uh just seemed to be too hard to like keep up on a laptop you know if you wanted to scribble something in the corner it was just hard to do yeah right um before, before we let you go, Matt, uh, so do you have, uh, outside of, you know, your local tracks, you know, Merrittville and Ransomville, what's your favorite track to race at? Um, that's a tough one. I mean, between Albany and Burton, I probably like both them places the same. Um, Burton races pretty good. You know, even on a bad night, Burton's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I like racing at Albany. I've, I've had good success there and, um, you know, typically when we go there for the series, it's, it's always, you know, a plus track and, um, you can use the horsepower early and it gets slippery later on. It's, it, you know, them two places are probably, you know, two of my favorites. I need to get, I need to, I really need to get to Brewerton. It looks like a, oh, a fun I, uh, track. If you go where I'll go with you. I love that track. I love the Valley. Yeah. Track. That place is, it's, it's unbelievable. The Valley's fun, you know, it's surprising because, yeah. I never thought it would be one of them places that I enjoyed racing at. Um, you know, it seems to be like a big horsepower follow leader kind of deal, mm-hmm. but it actually didn't race that bad. If you got a good car, I went there with, with Joe Matthews and Kevin Starcheck yep. stuff at the beginning of the year. And, and we could race all over. I mean, I think that I had something for Bacchetti there and then the cost yep. come out and they put me back and whatever happened. But I thought that, you know, we, we had a good enough car to, to pass him and Kenny to, to win a race. And, and that's something that I'd never thought would ever be, be you know ever done there yeah that's that's two tough tough shoes there at, at uh the valley you know with tremont and, and bucchetti yeah absolutely all right matt before we let you go is there anybody you would like to thank well thank you guys for having me on i mean obviously you know absolutely. what you guys do keeps the sport rolling through the winter time so i gotta thank you guys for that um you know all my guys all the guys that work throughout the winter on my stuff, all the guys up in Old Forge working on that stuff, uh, Jeff down near you guys that's, that's working on his stuff, and, yep. um, you know, the Coco team, they're working on their stuff up in Ranceville. So uh, all them guys, um, all my sponsors, you know, everybody everybody that makes it happen, you know, my friends, family, 
you know, every, everybody. I just, uh, I'm a lucky guy. I get to get to race some pretty badass race cars in the summertime and, uh, looking forward to get back into them in, in Florida in February. Good luck to you, uh, in the 2022 season and we'll be hearing from you again, my friend. All right. Thanks guys. I'll be on anytime you guys want to talk. I, you got my phone number. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, we appreciate thanks, it. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate right, that. Talk to you later. See you yeah, have time. a good one. All right. See ya. Bye. Class act. Money, Matt. Mighty Mouse. The chicken yeah. wing eating Bud Light drink. Oh, Mitchell. Michelob he switched. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's on a diet. He's on he's diet cut, beer now. Cutting the carbs out. Yeah, he's cutting because he's got to get in shape for well, January's what month and a half. We'll be kicking off the 2022 season already. Yeah. Well, no, as soon as we it's, play, it's, it's February. It's February. I was wrong. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was wrong. Well, yeah, still, I don't. I don't know where I saw it. For some reason, I thought Dale was racing in January. Maybe that was last year because of the Super Bowls in in Florida. Yes, uh, but it is February. I think Dale's having. His first, he is having practice, I think, on February 8th, and then racing February 9th at Alltech. That's going to be, that's not. Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still, yeah, it's a couple yeah. weeks away. It's really a couple weeks away. So, um, someone even, Matt quick. gave, Matt, yeah, Matt even gave us a couple hints or rumor type stuff, a super series. Ooh. 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 Maybe rumor. it's one, a rumor. May, Maybe a twenty to twenty-five thousand to win race at Cherokee on the way home. Ooh. Cher- Ooh. I like Cherokee. Cherokee Speedway is a nice track, from what I've seen. Obviously, I've never been there. Yes, but uh, what a, from I'll the racing I've watched on TV. Yeah, yeah I, I, that looks like a nice facility. You know, it's the track Mama warned you about. We got you know, all kinds of slogan. I I'm still I still have to go to the Midwest. I have to go to a couple Indiana tracks before I well, call it life. I have to. This next year would be the year to go just because our boy Briggs Danner is going to be running out there a couple races this year. Oh, I got you vacation time. Oh, I'll have to really, really plot and plan this out. Briggs Danner is yeah, going to do want, some USAC national races. Yeah. I, uh, he's, and, he's, and he's going to February or he's going to Florida this year in January for USAC. Yeah, one of these years. Which he said down a, there. Did he set a quick time down there? Yes. And then, he's, and, then he's, and then he's had another quick time in USAC national event at Grandview. Yep. That kid's that kid is his first I mean, year him. in USAC national races and he sets two quick times. Which obviously, you know, doesn't really amount to a whole lot as far as obviously you want to win the race, but that's a stepping stone to getting there. Especially for a kid that's never raced USAC national. He's eighteen or nineteen years old. But and he hung with the guys down in he, Florida last year. He had respectable, he had respectable finish against the national boys. He did, and Brady Bacon, when we had him on, who's now a four-time champion, had nothing but good things to say about him. Yeah, so I think you're going to be okay, kid. If Brady Bacon, yeah. the yeah. badass himself, yeah, the macho man, speaks very highly of you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's a good kid. Uh, I tell you, uh, 18 years old, 19. Him, Jankowski. Oh my Alex God, Yankowski is. I mean, Tanner he goes, Van Dorn, Tanner, Tanner Van Dorn, yeah. the Der, uh, young kid up from the Capitol District, Derek McGrew, yeah, fourteen Derek years old, had himself a hell of a hell of a occasion swing. It was pretty consistent. The the future is bright. In, Very in, in super dirt, bright in dirt racing, not just our, well, our northeast at, mods, but you know, 
two of the kids are 14. One's 13, one's 14. What? <laughs> well, not only that, but Logan and, Watt. Yeah, I was going to say Logan Watt. Yeah, I think you know, obviously, you know, modifieds might be a little farther away for him because if he races in Jersey, you know, well, he still can't race a crate in Jersey yet. Yeah, but that's going to be I soon. I don't know what PA is. I don't know. Yeah, it's PA. He can race PA Delaware. He can race crates. <laughs> I, he, he already raced a modified down in Georgetown this year. That's right. You're right. And you got a, correct and, on that. And got a top 10. In his first he's ever. 13? I think he's yeah. 13? Yeah. 12 14, or 13? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. But his so, first, time uh, modi- first time ever to modify, and he picks up a top 10 at a big track, too. A big, high horsepower big, fast. track. Yeah, high yeah. horsepower, fat, and handle yeah. his business. Handle his business. So, you know, obviously, you know, he gets a lot of that from his dad, I'm sure. You know, yeah. his dad. His dad's good on those big tracks. You know, so oh, he's very good um, on those big fast tracks. So watching his dad, I'm he sure won the Georgetown Championship. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, it's like uh, it's Brett. Uh, Brett, but he, he runs well there. He runs well down in Delaware. Yeah, and he loves Delaware. He loves to go down there and support them. Obviously, his own his car owner is from Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, new actually, his car owner's shop is you know 20 minutes from me. Early any early predictions on any? Uh, we still got the USAC midget. I still pick Kofoy to take that title. Yeah, I think Kofoy's going to take that title too. They got what two or three more races? I think points races. Yeah. Yeah, I and, think uh, Kofoy's. Uh, yeah, uh, go yeah. ahead, Mike. No, yeah, yeah. Damon per uh, personally, our Dazen personally, a speedy recovery. Obviously, I know what he's going through. Goes. Yeah. I know what he's going through. I got the same yeah. injury, just not as bad as him. Obviously, he was rushed into surgery or whatever, but you know, yeah. I have the same same so, injury. So, prayers, wish, well wishes to them. Obviously, yeah. Uh, back, Kofoy. Col- all right, buddy, Kofoy, seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but we share the first, same first name, so I like it. I like him. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Tyler, Courtney, uh, uh, any word out of the Sunshine Camp, what the hell they're doing next year besides winning? Nope, just winning. Kicking ass right, and taking signed, names. That, that, that's on his schedule for next year. Uh, yeah, kicking ass, and ta- kicking ass and taking names. I'd imagine he's going to yeah. go back to the All-Star circuit. Why not? Why not? He cleaned up, is right. cleaned up pretty well this year. All right, here's here's two guys. You know, I'm going to pick – all right, I'm going to pick four. Four non-modified drivers who we think are badass drivers. Tyler Courtney, Brady Bacon, Kyle Larson, and I'm trying to think of who a fourth badass guy would be who's never driven a Northeast Dirt Modified. Tanner Thorson. Tanner Thorson. Those four oh, guys, I was absolutely love, 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 love. This... Have them get a dirt modified, a uh, dirt modified, but I would like to see them do it on a Dale South region race because, like you said, we were talking about the different. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, out, those, those yeah, yeah, but, but. They do race both rings. Those USAC national guys have ton of throttle control. You have to. Yeah. You have to. We just you don't named, have the downboards. We need four of them, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they have total well, auto control. So I think they would do okay. 
I mean, I think they'd be competitive up north. I'm not saying they'd go out and win, but I think they could be competitive. It's just the car is going to the car is going to handle 100 percent different. You know, it's going to be a whole different. Wow, it's a heavier car. Yeah, the whole thing. It's, it's I, I would love to see those those four guys. I would love to see yeah. good rides. Just just to see, just to see what would happen. You know, this. You know, obviously, you know, uh, I grew up dirt modifieds. You know, yeah, my whole life just been fan of dirt modifieds. And I've I've had a you know I've liked sprint cars you know whatever but this past year non wing sprint car racing has just blown my mind just hey, blown I told you my... I knew I was waiting for you yeah like, nah, nah nah you're like nah you know, sprint the, car the, all right the, and the, you did it the USAC like, national yeah the USAC national the even the USAC East Coast the three six the wingless three sixties that put on great shows the the midgets dude oh my god dude I love watching the midgets those things fly you know they're a lot of they're a lot of fun to watch i'm really hoping they come back to bridgeport next year so that i can go see them sometimes yeah they're just badass sometimes i'll pick a usac over a dirt modified race because i have to watch i have to watch the usac sprint guys it's like i have to i'm in it i'm I'm all all about it they put on such a great show The, the show at bridgeport this year was badass you know uh I'd like to get a couple more of those guys on the show, you know. So if they come back to Bridgeport this year coming up, we'll try. We'll I'll, try I'll our do, best. Yeah, I'll do some. Let's see if I can do some scouting and stuff and uh, get a couple. Right now of those would be the time the to start. Yeah, right now would be yeah. the time where well, downtime. Try to get early. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, so we'll reach out basically to to those four guys. Well, we had Brady on already. Tanner well, was supposed to come on and. Something they'll probably schedule thing. They'll see a schedule conflict that popped up last minute, so no hard feelings yeah, so there. Happens. Yeah, yeah, those guys uh, are busy. Who doesn't want to have Kyle Larson on? Shaw like our, little Kyle Larson. Pe- our little Peasley Measley show. Yeah, he's never going to come on our show. It seems like a cool dude. Like if if we could get a hold of somebody that, yeah, why not? I'll talk to you guys for a half hour. What the hell? Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I would still love to talk to Stuart Friesen. Yeah, well, honestly, but that, he's hard to get a hold of too. Hell, I'll, I'll settle and, for Jess. And no, and no, we're, we're not. We don't run that kind of show. We're not going to sit there and just that. That's no. That's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Not saying we're not being disrespectful. We talk, but no, we're going to be serious. Have a nice conversation about racing, especially history, because he likes history. Yeah, yeah. He actually, so, Stuart I, Friesen I, I had a, be a cool interview. Stuart Friesen actually had a great event today down in Charlotte. Uh, he had a golf a golf tournament for uh, autism. Uh, yeah, he does you know, a lot of work for them. He, yeah. Um, Michael Waltrip was there. Uh, Steve Park was there. Uh, a bunch of NASCAR guys were down there. Actually, I think Stuart Friesen won the uh, Steve Park uh, race suit in the silent auction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Auction it back so, off. Yeah, auction it back off. So, no, he does a lot of great things. So Yeah, that's that's yeah something we can all get behind, definitely. Absolutely. No, no doubt about that. All right, kids. That was uh, that was different. It was fun. I'd like to thank Buddy Matt for coming on. Um, <clears throat> so we're gonna we're gonna have to sign off. Remember, be kind. Please rewind. For my co-host Michael Clark Griswold, I am the mouth, and you've been black flagged. Shut the f- up. <laughs>